Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. We are talking with two powerful women today in the cheese world. We're talking with Jessica Sennett from Cheese Grotto and our friend Elise Showstrom from Redhead Creamery. Elise has been on the program before. Jessica, this is your first time. Welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay, you guys are in collaboration. And tell us a little bit about your meeting and how this collaboration started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably the, the fastest uh, collaboration known to man in terms of uh, us both being on the same page, which <laughs> which was awesome. Um, I Yeah, so Cheese Grotto, a little bit about what we do. Um, you know, we, ha- we do have our Cheese Grotto, which is the namesake of the company. It's a humidor for storing and serving cheese. And we make them in the Catskills in New York, as well as in uh, Ohio. There's uh, the bricks that humidify these Cheese Grottos are made in Ohio. Um, and essentially, they are, act as a humidor for prolonging the shelf life of cheese. And we started uh, selling and partnering up with American artisan cheesemakers uh, about five years ago. And once the pandemic hit, it really helped, blo- uh, you know, bloom art subscription program, sure. um, as well as virtual tastings and gift boxes. Um, and we focus on American artisans because, you know, we really love to, uh, to support what's going on regionally because there's like so many amazing cheeses now that are being made. And, you know, Redhead Creamery and Elise is uh, just have been a wonderful uh, partner in our different cheese programs for a few years now and believed in us (laughs) when we were first getting started on the cheese side as well. Um, And so, you know, this year we have been collaborating more um, with different makers to create some unique uh, limited uh, edition products. And her her little Lucy Brie is, is incredible. It's this taller format Brie style that has a very unique way that it ripens. And so you get really nice varied texture, both like you can get a little bit of a denser center when it's a little bit younger and then like a beautiful cream line right underneath uh, the rind. And so I reached out to her about potentially doing a holiday version of uh, the little Lucy Brie. And yeah, immediately we were like, how about herbs? And because herbs are like such a huge part of, you know, the uh, holiday time and just bring a brightness and herbaceous quality to a lot of our foods. And also baked brie is a huge thing um, this time of the year. And a lot of times there's a lot of toppings of, uh, of, um, of herbs that go into different baked brie recipes. So, um, so yeah, we, we just went back and forth uh, very quickly via email and uh, decided that uh, herbs of Provence, uh, that would be a great thing to to feature a nice varied eclectic mix that really represents the holiday season and um and Elise did some testing with it and yeah I'd love to hear more about like so on Elise's side I know that she um tried a couple different test batches of the cheese but first we put the herbs on the rind and then eventually it ended up being infused into the paste, which is like beautifully balanced. So I'd love to hear about how she got to that too. Yeah, I would too, because it was so like, 
natural. Like when I had it, I was like, oh yeah, of course. I can't believe this hasn't, that she hasn't done this before because Elise, you're so like revolutionary, I think just in making cheese and the way that you view your marketing of cheese and little Lucy has been such a fan favorite for so long. So yeah, I am curious how like all of a sudden, like why hadn't we thought of this before? <laughs> yeah. So I think the day that we were um, collaborate, collaborating back and forth. I was actually on a fall vacation with my husband up in Door County <laughs> and he, he was also working and I had to, I just sat at my desk for a little bit and that's what we did all day is decide what we were doing with this herb brie. But I, we've played with our little Lucy brie a little bit and didn't really go farther with it. We've tried a uh, chipotle line in the middle or played with ash because it's just the cool thing to do yep and I knew that herb would taste good and so when we kind of brainstormed back and forth I knew I had some on hand in our shop that I could play with immediately and so that was a big reason why I recommended it right away so that we could act quickly and yeah it was really fun so we did three or four different varieties uh, to see what tasted best and if they got heated up, which melted best. Uh, some of them, we tried to do the the line in the middle of the wheel with herbs and we smothered the mold after the cheese had ripened. We smothered that with herbs and then the infused version uh, actually is the easiest for making it also. And I'm always trying to go for that because I hate when I create something and then everyone hates that we have to keep making it because it goes well. So we actually uh, put the herb dry herbs in with the curds and whey and then um, mold, you know, pour the curd in the mold that way. And it all just evenly distributes within. We let it soak for a little bit just to infuse that flavor a little bit, but um, it's awesomely pretty simple on our end and we were really excited about the results of it and I'm always excited to do something fun and collaborate with other people especially Jessica because we have like a fun relationship and it's been cool to see where this goes. So Jessica in addition to the storing of the cheese in your very um, scientifically beautiful wood grotto for the countertop when you think about like a cheese subscription, who do you think is the ideal candidate for it? No, it's a it's a great question. Um, we we have a couple subscriptions that we do on our website. So we have one that is more curated um, monthly pairings. Uh, so you can opt to choose with pairings or without. Um, and we we have a theme each month that we decide on um, that helps us kind of curate and highlight specific styles of cheese from different makers. Um, and then, you know, we find some really great pairings to kind of bring that to life. So actually the, the herbs de Lucie is part of our December um, holiday themed <laughs> box, which makes sense because Naturally. we're also including a baked brie recipe with that. Um, so that you can, you know, uh, create a very, uh, one of a kind, I would say, type of baked brie um, than maybe what have you have experienced before. It's a very, it, it looks like a popover almost. It's very uh, beautiful, but because it's a little bit on the taller side. Um, so, you know, for the monthly, I would say, you know, 
and really like with both of our subscriptions, we have a quarterly one as well. It's really about uh, my, my, my main thought about the best person uh, for signing up for a subscription is someone who is interested in, in learning more and pursuing more um, in the world of artisan cheese and exposing themselves to different styles of cheese that they might not have uh, necessarily opted for um, on their own or maybe couldn't find in their local grocery store. Um, and that's really what we're looking for is to curate, you know, unique, you know, palatable, but also diverse styles of cheeses from different makers so that you can get a really full spectrum experience of what, you know, American and artisan cheese has to offer. I mean, we're, we're in the thousands of different cheeses time now that you can explore. So there's definitely not like a cap in terms of how many cheeses you could try. Um, so that's really, you know, somebody who's a, who's curious, who's um, enthusiastic, but wants to get a little bit deeper into it. That's, that's what I'd recommend. I love um, it. Yeah. And we, the other one we have is a quarterly subscription, which we actually have done with Elise in the past as well. It's a meet the maker. So we did a session, we do four, four shipments per year where we actually sit down live with the cheese maker and they get to do a deep dive into four cheeses from one maker. Um, so that's got a really cool immersive element on that as well. So even with the quarterly, I would say the, uh, really just to kind of elevate and and enhance your own understanding of cheese it really is a great opportunity to do that and um, pursue it a little bit more like a hobby elise i have a confession and it's gonna make you laugh so i do like to make a brie yeah i like to make it on croute right i like to wrap it mm -hmm. in puff pastry but i always would buy cheap brie because i felt so bad using like your delicious product in something kind of so pedestrian but I feel like this is giving me like a new opportunity to explore it because do you heat up your own brie I felt like that was almost like a sacrilege well here's a now you'll laugh at me because sometimes in the rare occasion that I'm home alone I'll be like well I'm not making dinner for anybody but I'll have random cheese in my fridge and so I microwaved a brie and put jam all over it. And I was like, why didn't I think of this a long time ago? I could just microwave it. <laughs> but so I like more often than not, I eat it plain. Like I don't cook it, but um, yeah, it's, you know what? You do you. <laughs> yeah. And there's like something about holiday time. You know, mm -hmm. I do a ton of entertaining and just a brie warmed up with either preserves on it or on croute and wrapped up is really elegant, lovely, a nice way to serve cheese that's a little bit different that maybe people wouldn't do themselves that feels fancier. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, all right. I feel like this has opened new doors for me. And I always do. I am a person that has a holiday cheese vibe. So I will seek out um, special holiday cheeses from local makers that only come out this time of year. And I'll, you know, pay a lot more to put them on my table because I know that they're special and they're custom. So this feels like this could be something that could really take off for you. And then you're going to have that problem like you do with all your cheeses where you're going to have to make so much of it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> 
Uh, Elise, how's the store going? And get our listeners up to speed. You guys have expanded. Yes, we're in the middle of expansion. I don't know if you can hear the rumbling at all in my background, but um, everything's going great. We're Our expansion project's a little bit slower than we anticipated, but it always is. And so we're hoping that we will be uh, making spirits by February, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, but we'll have more so of a full restaurant and our distilled spirits with way. So we're really excited to get everything up and rolling. Maybe and you've when got the snow this, is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got the store too. Yes. We have a cheese shop and we do dairy farm tours and uh, we serve our pan fried curds that are extremely popular, especially when it's cold out. And we now have uh, robotic milkers for the last month. So that's a fun new thing to come check out if you go on our farm tours. Does that free up you guys? Because they always talk about how labor intensive dairy cows are. And yeah, it will eventually. The The onboarding process is tiring and difficult for both the cows and the humans getting them trained. Uh, but yes, that is the end goal is that it will free up some of that time and allow us to be a little more flexible with how we spend our time. And for those of you that maybe are new to the program or not familiar with Redhead Creamery, Elise is the daughter of dairy farmers, and she decided she wanted to take the cheese angle versus just the dairy angle and really has created a whole more elaborate, successful business for your family. How many people do you employ now? Uh, We have about 12 employees. And if you add like the restaurant and the distillery, that's got to add like, I'm thinking at least 40 more. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't think it'll add that many more. Um, the distillery itself will add, my husband will be our distiller uh, and we'll all t- kind of team up when it's bottling day. Uh, and then, but we'll need help for the restaurant side of things, serving and all of that. When, is anyone else making uh, spirits out of way? There's about nine to 10 other makers in the world that are making spirits out of whey. We will be one of the only that do everything on site, having the cows, the cheese, and the spirits all right here. Ah, I'm so excited. Like, it's just <laughs> that whole closed loop system that I feel like is just the jazziest of jazzy food lore, right? I mean, just what yeah. an awesome story. I cannot wait for it. Um, you guys have been super fun to talk to. Are there any things that are happening in the food world that you're like, oh, you got to know about this, or I'm so excited about this right now? No, well, nothing like it. putting you on the spot. I mean, you're both just like staringly blankly, like, I don't know. We're in holiday season. What are you thinking, lady? <laughs> Surviving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I think it's just you have to keep encouraging you to keep exploring locally what's going on food wise. Okay, Jessica, I'm going to help you out. Okay, so tell me the last delicious thing you ate or drank that was not your own product. And you weren't going to eat a cheese grotto. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what would, um, you know, I'm really into um, pasties. <laughs> right Tell me now. about them. 
<laughs> um, yeah, we went to, I mean, we went to France um, back in September and basically every single region of France has its multiple versions of pasties. Well, a lot of times, you know, there's, yeah, there's one like from the Jura, there's one from all these different regions. And it is really just an amazing, amazing spirit that I like never really got into before. But, um, you know, I think actually a pastis and cheese pairing would be pretty fun too. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, more of these more herbaceous like, yes. flavor profiles, like the, the anise that you're getting from, from the pastis is really amazing. And, um, just, you know, the variety, but I'm also very curious, I have to say about the flavor profile of the distilled way. Like what, what is that like? Yeah. And it has me thinking about like aqua V too, like these seasonal herbaceous botanically spirits. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it is a a neutral spirit for the most part, but it it does have a creamy mouthfeel to it. Um, I'm still not sure how to really fully explain the actual flavor of it. Um, we have about, oh, what is it? Maybe 10 gallons of spirit that a distiller has done for us out of our fermented way so that we have something when we actually open. But um, along the lines of, you know, aquavit is something that we hope to eventually make and a gin and then a barrel aged version of it as well, just because you can. But uh, but yeah, it'll it'll be fun, and we're excited for our our restaurant cocktail room because every drink will come with a wedge of cheese with it. So we'll get to figure out how everything oh, tastes so with awesome. a cocktail. <laughs> Have you ever had the sugar beet vodka? I don't know. Well, I think I have. That's it's the name of the B E T is the one that I know of that's made B-E-T. in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have. I would encourage you to check that out. Mm-hmm. The only reason I think of it is when you talk about like a creamier mouthfeel, there's a richness there's... to that vodka Should I... that is just something that feels, I um, I don't know, it feels like a very different mouthfeel. And it is when you talk about like a creamy richness, it just st- sticks in my brain. And I'd like you to try that because I think maybe it would give you something similar just to think about. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to look for it. My husband's probably tried it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just cool. And it's made with sugar beets, which is a little bit different. You know, potato Mm -hmm. vodkas are a little bit different. So Mm -hmm. you guys uh, have been great. Uh, Are you going to have, so how can people order the cheese? And if they want to come down, will they find it at Redhead Creamery too? Or can, is it just in the subscription? Uh, I think yeah, right now we just have it, we have it on um, two different ways on the websites, on Cheese Grotto's website. So we have it uh, both in the subscription, the December box. But we also have a set of two that you can purchase independently or really just add on to any cheese order. Um, you know, my recommendation when you purchase cheese online is just buy more. <laughs> Because the shipping is a little is always a little bit more expensive, right. um, just because it has to go express, it has to be insulated, it's perishable, it has ice packs, um, and we do nationwide shipping. So, um, so that's my that is my main recommendation. Just try just try a little bit more um, when you when you go to shop online. So I love that recommendation. 
nothing wrong with that. I actually ended up with a hundred pounds of cheese in my freezer right now that I had to like break down. A friend ended up getting a thousand pounds of Gruyere and Jarlsberg instead of the hundred that she ordered. And it came from overseas. So they couldn't take it back. So she was like giving cheese to everyone she knows. And I have like a literal half a freezer full of cheese right now. Ba- not a bad good. problem to have yeah yeah yes. i love it you're stocked you got your I preserves am. back there you got your cheese <laughs> i'm all set for anything <laughs> elise are you doing anything for holidays that you want people to know about before we wrap up but yeah we have uh along with what we're doing with jessica we also have our 12 days of cheesemas calendar that uh, is our second annual year of doing and it's really exciting it's partnering with milkmaid catering and fargo uh, Megan is a friend of mine and we collaborate on utilizing our cheeses for the 12 days and then pairing each cheese with a fun side. So uh, there's Minnesota made meats and um, honey butter and other fun things that go really good with cheese. Sweet. I love it. I'll put links to all of these things in the show notes. You guys, thanks for being my guest today. I appreciate it. Oh, yes. Thank you for having us. All right. Yeah, we'll catch bet. up soon. Happy holidays. You too. Happy holidays.